Good morning TPVGM Ministry and good morning world. Welcome to our Sunday service. We praise the name of the living God that we are blessed with life to partake of this divine time to be in His holy presence. We are going to pray. Father, we just want to say thank you glory and honor be to your holy name jehovah we are thankful for life this day we are thankful for hope this day we are thankful for health this day we are thankful for loved ones this day we are thankful for the time given unto us to be in your holy presence for cleansing and teaching so that we can be of a standard that is not equal but similar to that of your son Jesus Christ so father by power of the Holy Spirit and the blood that was shed at the cross of Calvary we glorify and honor your name in Jesus name amen This is Bishop Alexander M.C.K. Chileshe. Today's sermon title is When All Hope is Lost. When All Hope is Lost. And we are going to be drawing our strength from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 19 to 26. And the scripture reads as follows. Remember, O Lord, my affliction and my wandering, the wormwood and the gall bitterness. My soul continually remembers them and is bowed down within me. Verse 21. But this I call to mind, therefore I have hope. It is because of Lord's loving kindness that we are not consumed, because his tender compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. Verse 24 reads as follows. The Lord is my portion and my inheritance, says my soul. Therefore I have hope in him and wait expectantly for him. The Lord is good to those who wait confidently in him, to those who seek him on the authority of God's word. Verse 26. It is good that one waits quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Amen. amen and amen and amen when all hope is lost when all hope is lost and there was a point in time in my life that I had moved from one country to another 
And for the first four years after sojourning to this foreign land, I could not sustain my well-being. I could not sustain the well-being of my family. I could not get a job, not even a simple piece of, not even a Saturday or a Friday job, not even an hour job. I was in a time in a season, in a space of despair. And it is at one point that I took a walk from one place to another, from home to school, and I walked that day a distance of, or equivalent to, two hours walk between Joburg and Pretoria. At that point in time when I was walking, I asked myself questions. I began to ask the Lord, Lord, why? Why am I at a point where I feel like you don't even exist, Lord? But you see, growing up in a Bible-based family, in a Bible-based church, can help somebody at that moment in time lamentations chapter 3 came in my spirit and I began to recite through I began to recite through to cut the story short there was a time right after this that I received a breakthrough of a job that I received a financial breakthrough, that sorrow was lifted from my life, that embarrassment was gone. It, it, it was as if it never existed. And, and it was at this point in time that I understood that when all hope is lost, we run back to the Lord. Life is hard at times. Dear brethren, your spouse might be unfaithful as you're listening to me right now. Your health might have taken a toll or a turn for the worst as of yesterday, as of the past week, as of today. You might have been betrayed by a friend. Your grandchild or your child might have gone down the wrong path away from the teachings of the Lord, away from the teachings of you, the parents. You might have lost a spouse, a, a parent, a sibling, a friend, a co-worker to death. Your spouse might have left you for another partner. Your finances right now may be looking worse than they were last month. Your business might have spoken the negative yesterday where you lost money when you should have been accumulating money to deal with the situation that is coming in the tomorrow. Your wedding engagement has been broken off. 
and you are the new talk of your family. You are the new talk of your friends and you are the new talk. You are the subject of the community. The truth is this, dear brethren, that sometimes our hearts just break. We reach a point of total despair. We reach a point that is unequivocal to anything that one could think of. I got up this morning complaining of how hot it was in the past night. That not even an aircon system or a fan could do justice. I got up and talked about the only thing that I could smell in the house through the night was a thick odor that did not speak oxygen but it spoke carbon dioxide. But at the same time, I mentioned and said, if we were plants this past night, we would have surely enjoyed the carbon dioxide. Because science tells us that carbon dioxide creates carbohydrates. It's the source. And via the carbohydrate we know that comes from the process known as photosynthesis that gives the green that we look at in the plant. In short, I'm trying to say that every given situation, every despair is at the benefit of another situation. What we are depositing in the bank of heaven might not show right now. But when the right time comes for withdrawal of what you have been depositing by faith, then and only then do we understand that indeed, when all hope is lost, my God, my Jesus, is not lost. We know we can't do anything to change what is happening right now, you tell yourself. It is fine. There are times when we reach a point when we must accept the outcome. Hmm. And sometimes it feels like all hope is lost. When we read Lamentations 3, we see that Jeremiah was a prophet just before or during the first of Israel's captivity by the Babylonian Empire. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. Why? I mean, Jeremiah did everything. He was doing and saying all that the Lord told him to do and say, and no one amongst his generation or the people in the compounds of his fray were listening to what he had to speak, which was of the Lord. 
The Bible tells us that they tend, the people tend to false prophets who would tell them what they wanted to hear. Because Jeremiah was preaching about the coming captivity of Israel, the people on several occasions beat him, stoned him, ridiculed him, put him in pits of mud, and various other means or things in order to get him to quit preaching the truth. Have you been ridiculed? Have you been beat up? Have you been stoned? Have you been spat on? Have you been called names? Has your landlord lost their respect for you because you are unable to pay rent on time every month for the past six months? Do you find yourself stuck on the road without fuel constantly? Has an empty container or a jerry can become part of your vehicle entity that, that you, you have to move with the container because you do not know when fuel will say goodbye to you? Are you at a point where you feel like you, you just need to give up because your health is not speaking divinity? Your health is speaking more closer to death. It is as if it is attached to death. They are first cousins. Your health and your purpose and your destiny have become distant relations. My God. I am reminded of, uh, of, of a hymn writer by the name of Thomas O.C. And he puts it this way. He says, Great is thy faithfulness. He goes on to say, O oh God, my Father. I take a moment and just dip in. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies. Jesus. 
Great is thy faithfulness. O Lord, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. The hymn says, He goes on to say, Thou God changest not, nor thy compassion, nor does he fail. That is who he is, that is who he has been, and that is who he will forever be. Hence why the hymn says, Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Declare that morning by morning new mercies you see. And that's all that you have needed. All that you have needed, thy Lord has provided. For great is thy faithfulness. At this moment in time, I ponder a couple of questions. And I ask you, in whom do you have hope? Do you have hope in your political system? Listen, politics do not offer the hope we need, underline need. Do you have hope in people, in your husband, in your wife, in your girlfriend, in your boyfriend, in your brother, in your sister, in your mother, in your father? Well, I'm here to tell you that in many cases, people will fail you. Not in all cases, because the Lord can use somebody. But in many cases, people will fail you. Do you have hope in the, in the church? Hmm. The church can offer you hope, and that is what it's there for, to offer you hope. But it does not provide hope. Hope is provided by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The hope that you need is in Jesus Christ. The hope that you need is not found in the physical realm, but in the supernatural realm. The hope that you need is not attached to what you see before your eyes, but it is attached to the faith that you carry with you, like the faith that Abraham carried with him. When we go back to Lamentations 3, by the time we are reaching verse 16, thereabout, we see that the prophet's hope has been restored. He is no longer in despair. He, he understands the faculty of faith. He, he understands the element of hope. As a prophet, he was living a life where 
He had provision both financially and by health. But at this moment, at this point in time, he has become a captive of the Babylonian Empire. He is the man that spoke to God one-on-one. He is the man that had heavenly visitation at any given juncture. But he finds himself at the place where hope is lost. And for him to reactivate this, he has to remember who his creator is. He has to remember who his father is. He has to remind himself that hope is not in the physical circumstances, but in the supernatural. Through the element of faith on he that has sent you to this earth. When all hope is lost, who, whom do you tend to for hope? Tell yourself, I will tend myself to the love of God. I will tend myself to Jesus Christ, I would tend myself to He that created me. May the Lord's name Be glorified. May the Lord's name be lifted. May the Lord's name be worshipped. For he is a faithful God. He, He is all that we need. Today being the last Sunday of the month of September, as always I'm going to speak forth a few declarations, for the Lord that we save is faithful. You might be in the 11th hour right now, and you are thinking to yourself, What do I do next? I want you to know or be reminded that our God is the God of the 11th hour. When least expected, oh, he comes through. When we think,
that the world has turned against us. The Lord is there. And because He is there, you are covered, you are blessed, you are saved. So I want you to pray with me before I give the declaration. Just say and pray with me and say, Lord Jesus, I begin by recanting of all my sins. Forgive me for ever losing hope in you. Forgive me for putting hope in places where I'm not supposed to. Some people, as I'm talking right now, have put their hope in diabolical measures. They have looked at solutions that are not solutions. They have gone to which doctors? Some have joined the Illuminati, some have joined Satanism, some have joined cults as a source of hope. But today I am here as God's oracle to turn you back to light. If you have turned to prostitution so that you can have a meal on your table, if you have turned to being a, a thief so that you can have a roof over your head. If you have turned into being dishonest so that you can have a name in your community, in the family, in the society, today you are going to turn back to the light of Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you you are praying with me for forgiving of my sins. I accept, Heavenly Father, that I have lived a life that does not represent who you are. That in the dark or underneath the table, I do things that are different to the things that I do on the table or during light. Father, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you for giving me another chance to be called your son, to be called your daughter again. I covenant with you, Lord, that I will walk in your ways. I covenant with you, O oh Lord, that when I am reminded that I am going astray, I will correct myself. I will put myself in check at all times. I also recognize, Abba Father, that I cannot 
be as perfect as you are Jesus Christ. But I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my ways to you. I surrender my doings to you. I surrender all my plans to you. As I surrender my health to you, I also surrender my relationship in absolute to you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for being the God that you are, the God of mercies. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, it means that you have turned a new leaf in your hope. You have turned a new leaf in your life. You have turned a new leaf in your walk. You have turned a new leaf in your destiny. That is the point where you celebrate Jesus and celebrate him for your life. As God's oracle, I therefore give a few declarations. On this day of the 26th, of September 2021 as the last Sunday of the month of September 2021 and we are going to seal it as we opened it with declarations I therefore as God's oracle stand in the gap and I decree and declare that the true living God whom I save whose name is Jehovah Elohim has accepted you as his child yet again in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that the Lord that I save, whose name is Jehovah, shall move that obstacle in your life and render it powerless in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare in this season that those demons that have been tormenting you are finally under your feet by power of the blood of Jesus. I therefore decree and declare that there is no evil power nor any supernatural principality, any diabolical means that can send nor speak forth nor put a spell on you and your loved ones and succeed in the name of Jesus. I therefore decree and declare that every sickness or any form of disease is not your portion in this season in the name of Jesus. I declare you healed right now at this moment in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that every barrenness that has been tormenting you should leave you and is not your portion in the name of Jesus. I do not care whether the doctor has removed your womb or not. I declare that you are barren free right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare and declare that that demon and that spirit of lack of finances is not your portion in the name of Jesus. I declare and declare open doors of finances right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I declare and declare that as I stand firm for you, so you also stand firm in God, the Creator. 
I decree and declare that all your enemies will begin to watch your space right now in the name of Jesus. I therefore decree and declare that may this prophetic utterance take manifest if you believe. I therefore declare and declare that may this prophetic utterance take manifest in your life, in your situations right now. I therefore decree and declare that may this prophetic utterance change that situation right now of your embarrassment into he or she that is looked at through the eyes of Christ Jesus. I decree and declare with this prophetic utterance right now that 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 has left you shall come back ten times forward in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare with this prophetic utterance right now that that dream house that you've been looking for is your portion. Let this prophetic utterance right now speak forth that your landlord shall not insult you anymore but praise you for you will pay on time in the name of Jesus. In fact, my prophetic utterance to you right now is that may you become a house owner yourself and not a tenant in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that if you already own a house, my God, my God, may you finish paying that bond in time in the name of Jesus. I give a prophetic utterance right now that that marriage that looks broken is mended right now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare right now that he or she that left you as your spouse for another partner is headed back to you in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare with a prophetic utterance right now that you will know good tidings, my God, my God, that you will know good fruits out of your obedience in this season in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. And I decree and declare for your own ears and for your spirit, for your soul, that this grace is sufficient under the covering of the blood of Jesus. If you are moved by obedience, you are moved by faith, and you are moved by the love of Christ, then so shall it be with you in Jesus' mighty name. The word has been spoken in First John chapter 4, verse 4. That you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Now shout a hallelujah and say it is done in Jesus' mighty name. Can I get an amen in Jesus' name? Amen and amen and amen.